show, everybody. It's Friday. Woohoo! Now do your little cowbell thing right there. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. And everybody loves Friday because why? We're about to head into the weekend. We got a whole day ahead, though, before we get on out of here. So we got to stick around so you can get your laughs and your facts because this is what we do right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I am joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible and DJ Nails. Y'all got any weekend plans? You know, chill around the house, you know, catch up on my shows I've been missing. Keep it easy for this good Friday, Easter weekend. I go to church. Oh, that. oh it's Easter weekend? Yeah. Can you tell I'm not a Christian? <laughs> Easter this, Easter Sunday this Sunday? I bet everybody going to get their Easter outfit right now. <laughs> I had no idea either, Amanda. Don't feel bad. Listen, I usually get an Easter basket, but me and my mama been arguing. So I don't know if I'm getting these. Easter- <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting these basket this year, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. You'll see if the people drop it off this morning. <laughs> well, what do we got going on for Black Earret News? Um, Black Earret News is our. We have a bill that would give parents the funds to pay for private schools that moves to the full that moves to a Senate vote. That's coming up this hour. Also, segregation. <laughs> also, Meta reveals it's going to no longer pay influencers for reels on Instagram and Facebook. Well, so hope y'all got y'all last little checks in. Also, we're going to the group chat to talk about entertaining pet peeves. Some more on that later. So when I first saw this story, I was like, is this about like you like putting up with pet peeves, like entertaining pet peeves? <laughs> then I thought it was about like pet peeves that are entertaining. And I was like, isn't that an oxymoron? Because right, it being maybe. a pet peeve would mean that it is not entertaining. But then I came to understand that it is pet peeves that happen when you are entertaining people. Right, right. At a function. At a function. All right. So I hope that helped y'all out because I, I know I needed it to help me out. <laughs> DJ Nails, what do we got for the people in terms of keeping in contact with us here at the Amanda Seal Show? You can always stay stay in contact with us on the social media at Seal Said It, at Seals Said It, and always 24-7 on the phone lines. I mean, it's always open, available for you at 855-262-6328. Again, that's 855-AMANDA-8. It's Friday, and it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Show. It's Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Before we get into Black Urine News, want to remind you that if you're in Los Angeles, you can come and check me out at the Hollywood Improv going down Saturday, 7 p.m. I'm going to be telling some jokes and I got some material that I got to work out. So I hope that y'all will come through and check it out. All right. Now let's get into this Black Urine News and see how these white folks is trying their best to continue to keep the legacy of segregation alive. Jeremiah, let us know. So there's this sweeping public education bill that basically would allow families to use taxpayer monies to send their kids to private schools and restrict classroom lessons on, guess what, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. which received approval, initial approval on Tuesday and will now go before the Senate for a full vote. So the Senate Education Committee voted 10 to 2 to advance um, Senate Bill 8. So right now... It's, it's headed down to your row, um, Amanda. You talked about you think this could be potential segregation um, happening here? Yeah, because basically what they're trying to say is that parents will have the choice on where they want to send their kids and that they can use state funds in order to do so. So what that means is that it's no longer a matter of simply who can afford to send their kids to private school. It's a matter of who can get government support to send their kids to private school. Well, we know that the government is currently run significantly by individuals who want to uphold white supremacy and undermine any level of diversity that's taking place. And we know by Betsy DeVos, when she was in office uh, with no, by 
the way, with no experience whatsoever, but she was put in position. She was adamant about undermining public schools and these charter schools and putting forth charter schools, et cetera. And that was because with this type of legislation passing and parents being given the opportunity to choose, okay, I want my kid to go to this school or that school and a government that is upholding white supremacy, they will then have the opportunity to determine, okay, well, these kids are going to go to this school because they can afford, we're going to give them the money too, but we're not going to approve these kids getting the money too. Mark my words, mark my words. They're not going to be approving black kids getting grants to go to private schools. No, but they're going to approve the white kids. And this is how segregation become. This is how like de facto segregation doesn't happen, but it happens by nature of the situation that has been created. So would you say that's like the tricky or like the gray area? Because I'm sure some people are listening like, well, I think it's great that parents get a choice to where they send their kids to school and things like that, but not acknowledging that that also gives people or the powers that be the power to decide who those people are that get the chance, whether they have the merit or like the credentials, so to speak, to to uh, excel in these like school programs, so to speak. Well, listen, the other, yes, my answer is yes. And the reality is that we see these bills put forth and nine times out of 10, they're presented as if they're coming from a good place. But we also know that they it's know. not <laughs> like it's not. So you have to read between the lines and they're saying it's going to give pay raises to teachers and increase funding for classrooms, among other measures. I don't see it. Uh, I see shady business happening and the bill is going to go to the Senate floor for a vote. And um the re- the reality that they're putting more money to private schools and public schools continues with the conversation around this Republican led government not caring about the people. And there's and also just in con- conjunction with the private schools, you have like the charter schools too that are getting funding oh. that are taking money away from the actual like regular p- public schools that kids are going to. So like there's like a a lack of resources that sh- that's happening so these other kids can get more resources um, for yeah. the same education. And keep in mind, the only black kids we're going to see get these grants to go to these pro- these private schools that they're trying to get are the Clarence Thomases of the world. <laughs> and the athletes. I'm scared. Definitely athletes. Definitely. Yeah, because <laughs> you, can, you can't really tell a Clarence Thomas, but the athletes, you know, they're going to it's going to be again where they're using black bodies for labor. Yep. And entertainment. Entertainment. So these are my thoughts, and I would love to be proven wrong, but I don't know. You know how it goes, y'all. I be knowing. Is that going to be your uh, slogan when you run for, like, you know, president or something? I will never run for president. I rarely, <laughs> I rarely say never, but I can stand on that one. I will never run for president. See, it was 2028. No, nah, I'm good. Just, no. Steal I, the deal. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good because I will get assassinated like the day I announce that I'm running. I'm good. Coming up, Meta just revealed that it will no longer pay influencers for reels on Facebook and IG. We'll get all the details to you next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show and I am flabbergasted by this news. I'm Amanda Seals, and we're about to get into the uh, the next story in Black Hero News. And it's honestly, this goes along with the whole thing we were talking about, Nails. The stars aligning, a lot of coincidence mm-hmm. is happening. Me and Jeremiah, like the Bible, stood in my kitchen and talked about this oh, literally yeah. 24 hours ago. 
tell the people what we were talking about. And we didn't even know that this was coming down. So we were talking about people getting paid for these reels on Instagram. We'll kind of find out. Meta is saying they ain't paying y'all no more for the reels on Instagram or Facebook. So they launched the initial creators program that paid people to create short form content in 2021. And a lot of people was getting checks for this. But the company reportedly, allegedly is trying to cut down Cost and essentially is moving focus so they can focus more attention on the metaverse, you know, the bigger hub that is Instagram and Facebook that is under. And creators were making up to like $10,000 in bonuses from these reels, apparently. So a lot of them are upset about this news. Listen, I literally just said to Jeremiah, like, I need to figure out how to get paid for these reels. (laughs) (laughs) I just said this. And now they're like, well, nobody's getting paid for these reels. How about that? And I just think that is a damn shame because... They put in the reels. It does require like more effort to do mm-hmm. reels than what it was before, right? You could just post a video. You could just post a picture. Reels require editing and all this hoopla. And the other platforms that do this. TikTok. Yeah. They paying people. Well, even TikTok was created with that in mind. Instagram was not. Instagram has been trying to Yeah, but they've morph, been trying to mimic it. Right. But they've been doing a terribly, a terrible job at it. So it's kind of like people like it on TikTok, but you're doing a bad version of TikTok. And it's like, why would I do this, do this in a less... Fun way. You know what? Sense. Let me be the old person in the room and say, I don't think that they did a bad version of it. I just think they did a user friendly version of it because you think so? TikTok is so confusing for me. Okay. There's so many like little symbols. I don't know what they mean. That, okay. That is true. It's not as user friendly in that capacity, but the things you're able to do with it once you know what you're doing uh-huh. are way beyond I'm sure. Instagram. For Instagram, I feel like I'm more so just trying to get information out and I'm right. trying to do it in like a more cool and like aesthetic, not cool is not the word, but like a more aesthetic way. Like that has a little bit more to it than just me talking and doing a video. I don't need it to have all the bells and the whistles and the et cetera, but I'm a reels master at this point, which at one point in time I was like, what they want from me? I don't know how to do this now. Master, like legit master y'all. And I just think this platform requires the content for the platform to be valuable. I mean, as a former creative strategist, guys, I feel like <laughs> this is my hot take. Instagram and TikTok, I mean, Instagram and Facebook are literally at in social media pasture. And what I mean by that is there is always that moment where a social media platform has its peak and then it kind of goes down and people still kind of use it out of like habit, but they aren't excited to use the platform anymore. They, they aren't like actively using it in the same way. And I feel like Instagram has been that place for like at least the past two years, like post pandemic. I'm going to challenge you as somebody who's actually on Instagram all the gosh darn time. I think that there's a difference in that as it relates to age group, because many would say that about Facebook, but there's people like there's a whole Facebook like affected an entire election. You know what I mean? And also globally, like people are still very much on Facebook. I think TikTok is for a certain group. And if you want to get that group paying attention to you, then you need to have like access Mm -hmm. to that. I think Instagram is more for millennials. Um, It's like where we went after the MySpace and we got over Facebook. And so we're kind of still stuck there in a, in a very real way. They got y'all in there. And I'll, and I'll say that also as it relates to just me and my experience of people coming to know of my work and my voice through my messages on Facebook. But now that we're expanding to YouTube, uh, we're expanding. You know, I, I don't feel like TikTok has ever really been like a place where I pick up. I will post the same video on TikTok and get 50 views. I will post it on Instagram and get 50, 11 views. Yep. And I love making good TikTok now. A good little. Jeremiah loves a TikTok. 
Y'all follow Jeremiah and give him some views on TikTok because I be looking sometimes like Jeremiah made seven TikToks today. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Jeremiah, you be making seven TikToks today. I front load content, y'all. <laughs> I don't be sitting at home all day. I front load content. I front load content. You know who else be all about the TikToks? DJ Nails. Y'all are some TikTok making <laughs> folks. So these dances down, it's over for y'all. I think, I mean, TikTok is like literally where everybody can go and get all kinds of knowledge and stuff that they just been yearning and learn and wanting to learn, whether it's life hacks and even some educational stuff. And shout out to Gen Z that's actually doing some some uh, some 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 stuff, some work in the community on their social media on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't get you. Don't get me wrong. I know that I haven't utilize TikTok in that way right. the way that I could. Like, I feel like I definitely missed out on those aspects of TikTok. Like, there's so many sections of TikTok. Like, there's the Black yes. History section of TikTok. There's yep. the Home Improvement section of TikTok. There's the Medical section there's of TikTok. TikTok. Yes. TikTok. There's, like, all of these, like, little, like, inter inner sub communities of TikTok, which is essentially what they're trying to do with Meta, right? Like, at some point, they're trying to... I, 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 Meta is scary to me, and I know it's very Web3, but whatever. All right, we've talked enough about this. I know people are like, can you play some songs? Yes, we can do that. <laughs> That's the end of Black Grit News. So when we get back, we're going to jump into the group chat. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show, and we got to talk about the group chat topic of the day. Okay, now, I am not big on, like, going out, but I have been trying to be better about doing stuff with, like, people at their houses, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. More kind of home hangouts and I feel like a lot of my friends now are in couples they have their own places so they're, they're doing more entertaining and I thought that this was an interesting pet peeve uh, that was shared uh, from Canada talk show The Social. Okay let's check it out I find it rude that in this day and age and you tell me if you've been in this scenario you've all had a nice dinner there's mixed guests you know men and women there and all of a sudden the host probably a woman starts cleaning up and then other women get up and, yes! Yes! and all the women go off into the kitchen and the men's <laughs> Day and like drink their scotches and talk about God knows what's like it's 1952. Can we just stop that? Like let's agree on International Women's Day. Let's not have that happen ever again. Yeah. Hey, I I agree. You know what I actually like? You know what's uh, something uh, that's not a pet peeve? Something I actually like when I go to these entertaining scenarios. What's that? At the end when everybody cleans up. Okay, a a community clean. A community clean. Everybody your share type situation. Like, I feel like I never really realized that you could have, like, good friends who will, like, help you clean up the party that you invited them to. Okay. Uh, I knew this. I knew I had adult friends when it would be like, I know we showed up late, so we're going to help you clean up. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you go be there late, that's part of your job. You came late. I, I, part of me felt like when she was saying, she was complaining about women who came to the party helping her clean up. Right? Is that what she was complaining no, about? she's complaining, she complaining about, about the, the men. men. She's complaining oh, okay. about the men sitting around. Oh, okay. And the and basically, if she is at the party and the woman starts cleaning up, now she like has to help, and the women basically go into another room. And this is a thing because I've seen. I, I I remember living this at a Thanksgiving that I went to with a, a, a boyfriend, and it was like, oh, the men are gonna sit here, and we're all gonna clear the table and go into the kitchen and like have our little hen fest mm-hmm. in the kitchen, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I really feel like when it comes to entertaining these days, you get older and it becomes a lot more formal. Um, Like assigned seats and names. Yeah. Like Tiffany on Insecure (laughs) season two. Like I did not design my calligraphy for these name cards for you to come and sit where you want, Molly. Like (laughs) that's right. I mean, on the younger end, I feel like when people have functions, 
they want you to drink all the time. I'm like, I ain't trying to drink today, y'all. Like, Ooh, I get it. Like, yeah. I'm just trying to just relax. I'm not trying to take shots <laughs> of Hennessy all night. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought this was like a laid back party. But sometimes you, you want to do that. But I feel like if your entertainer has to be flexible, like, you know, if you want to drink, they're here. If not, take it easy. That definitely is a pressure. That's a pressure. Mm. Do you, you have any coming in the door, you taking a shot. <laughs> when you walk in the door, See? take a See, shot. Too much. Oh <laughs> my god! It's like why, why? When you put your drink why? down. Everybody else got their drink in their hand. Take a shot. <laughs> I don't like when you go somewhere and they don't have like options. It's like this is all we got. We got steak <laughs> and Just potatoes. This is it. I'd be like, dang, like there's no other option like chicken unless you ask first. Right. Because people will ask you ahead of time, like this is the menu. Is everyone cool with this, et cetera? That's a a generous host, a conscious host. Yeah, because listen, everybody in L.A. has got some type of, oh, I'm gluten free. I'm pescatarian. I'm keto. I'm I don't know. I'm pythonitarian. It's just like what I don't know what you got up your sleeve. So it becomes a whole thing. But entertaining is not something that I've become like really good at. But being on this show was entertaining when I actually guested at the social in Canada. Ooh. Yeah. I was there in Toronto last year. Did you see Drake? I did not. <laughs> I did not see Drake <laughs> when I was in The Six. But I did learn that he's the only one that calls it The Six. Wow. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> well, coming up next, we're going to go to our phones to hear what you're saying about Jill Biden. She just be talking too much. She said too much. She opened her mouth. And y'all are like, whoa, 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 cut it out. Well, that's what it sounds like. But I want to hear you all say it in your own words. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. And we're going to check out your calls when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, we hope you smiling. I know we smiling because it's Friday. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am at DJ Nails with a Z, DJ N-A-I-L-Z, and that is at Jeremiah like the Bible. And then that's Amanda Seals right there. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. And let's go to these phone lines, man, because uh, we want you to jump in on this conversation about Jill Biden wanting to bring LSU and Iowa to the White House. 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines. Yeah, I think Joe Biden was wrong for that. That was not thought through enough. Those LSU (laughs) girls deserve to be there just like every other past winner on their own um, and honor them. And yeah, I think that was whack, whack, whack. Anyway, that's my two cents. (laughs) Tired of hearing about that white girl, but she handled it well. Tired of hearing about them dogging Angel out. LSU won, give them the credit that they need, that they deserve, that they earned. And Jill, stay in your lane. Go back to education, Ooh. all right? You need an education on how it's done Ooh. at the White House. Damn. <laughs> I, I knew us. that was coming. That's somebody I knew that it. was coming. I knew when she said it, she heard herself <laughs> say it, was like, I got to kick this a step further. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Listen, what show would we be? What type of black show would we be? 
If we didn't flat out say that y'all have been wilding in the way that you have been addressing Angel Reese, the CEO of Barstool Sports, I also called her out her name. And I I just think it's like all you white dudes just decided that this was the the hill you were going to die on. You were going to completely defame a 20 year old basketball star who was a young woman with her lashes with her lashes. And her one leg stocking. You were going to go for her neck. <laughs> the Bayou Barbie. Because you didn't like that she Tony Yayoed on the court for five seconds longer than Caitlyn. Get out of here. You know what I want to learn more about, though? Like, is there like a known element of racism within NCAA women's college basketball? Mm. Because I don't know that I've ever heard of that, but I really saw like Iowa don't got no black people on their squad, like not a uno. I mean, it is Iowa. So I went to Iowa State to perform one time and I was, was very shocked at how diverse it was in the performance. I mean, of course, they were coming to see me. Right. I'm but like, I don't know. The but they did, they did talk about how like there was a bunch of when I got to the show, I get to the venue. All the black kids are on one side. All the white kids are on the other side. Not 1965. And I literally made everybody, I was like, listen, we got to, if we're going to be in this space, like we got to inner space. And I was like, we need to like intersperse with each other. And then we sang Lift Your Voice and Sing. And because the group had like been interspersed, the black kids were like in the face of the white kids, like they sing the rising. So that was your your Dr. King moment. Dr. King jumped out of you. Dr. King be jumping out of me all the time. Dr. King, we appreciate all the work that you've done. And this 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 week, uh, we memorialized Dr. King for the assassination that took place just gone too soon. Too soon. And we have to continue to up to keep him lifted. And I feel hey, like I, this is one of them situations where people would definitely try to invoke a Dr. King quote. <laughs> like this. This right here, I'm sure Joe Biden was in bed with Joe Biden, like pillow talking. And she was like, I just feel like Dr. King would want winners and the runner ups to come because he would see that everybody deserves to come to the White House. Everybody's a winner. No participation trophies. None. None. Thank you all for calling up. We got uh, coming up next hour. Nails, what we got? Coming up next hour, we're going to get into this Ben and Jerry's founder. He's uh, launching a, a marijuana brand. Believe it or not. Plus, things Amanda learned this week. It's coming up on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Like we left something, and I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. We have got a we've got a show for you because it's Friday. We're not out of here yet, y'all. You can't get rid of us yet. You can't get rid of us yet. We got DJ Nails in the building. We also got Jeremiah, like the Bible. Please let us know what people can hear for Black Hero News this hour. Coming up this hour, we have an Ohio school that raffled off an AR-15 to raise money for some track equipment, y'all. But yet, but yet, Angel Reese is classless. Carry on. <laughs> also, Ben and Jerry's founder launched a marijuana brand that will help send prof- profits to charity. So you'll be surprised by the charities also. Now that's what I, that's another way of looking at getting lifted. <laughs> also, we're going to find out the things that you learned this week, Amanda Seals. Yay, things I learned this week. I'm excited. 
excited. And Nails, if they miss what we talked about this week, where can they check us out? You need to go wherever you get your podcast because we have the daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's Friday, and this is the Amanda Seal Show. Seal Show. Shout out to y'all for rocking steady with us as we dive into some black here in news. Ohio, just, uh, I feel like all these states are just trying to battle for who can be the wackest. Yes. So if you didn't know, Upper Sandusky High School's track department confirmed that they sold $510 tickets. But guess what, Amanda Seals? Wow. They were selling a AR-15 for a raffle to basically fundraise for the track scene. Which is interesting because I ran track in high school and we ain't never do a raffle for AI-15. <laughs> like we needed the funds. We needed the funds. Well, I just feel like I don't know how the irony was not lost on anybody that they're literally raffling off a weapon that has been used in multiple school shootings. That part. And you know what the worst dramatic irony would be? The person who wanted coming back to the school. Ooh. Is that what it would take? I mean, mm. Is that what it's going to take? I mean, they sold all 500 tickets, so that means there was definitely a demand for the uh, product. And by the way, it wasn't just to win one. It was to win four firearms. You only have two arms. What? This is America. What do you mean, Amanda Seals? I feel like people are always talking about, like, they need their guns because it could go down. And I'm like, but even if it went down, you still only have two arms, so... How many guns are you going to be able to employ at this point to save you? You only got two arms. Also, whatever happened to bake sales? Yeah, what happened to car washes? That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, bro, we have Cash App. We have GoFundMe. You could put that out there and, and, and raise money like that. You're raffling off guns? Yeah. They said the, gun phobie, the GoFundMe's weren't working no more. Y'all was ignoring them. <laughs> they had to up the ante. <laughs> And then, like, who put the gun up there? You know what I'm saying? Who was the person that was like, I'm going to donate the AR-15 for y'all to run around the track? And it's Upper Sandusky, and I just feel like, are these folks really winning? I mean, the sad part was the track moms that put it all together. The mamas. Well, well, well. It was the mamas who did it. You know? (laughs) I just, I can't even make this stuff up. But I just want to make sure that everybody knows that even though Ohio Sandusky is on some BS, the kids down in Tennessee, they're doing the exact opposite. Yeah. They are not raffling off AR-15s. They're actually in their state's capital demanding that AR-15s be banned, which is what should be happening. And the upper Sandusky track team should start now running to Tennessee, (laughs) (laughs) literally cross country to help them in their support against this weapon mm, mm, mm. y'all hit me up and let me know your thoughts One eight five five amanda 8 that's one 262 i'm also just curious like what are the new fundraising programs because i know my homeboy just hit me the other day and was like digitally support my daughter in buying girl scout cookies and i was like oh i guess that would make sense that they don't have to go door to door anymore they don't got to be parked up in front of public i don't like i need you outside on the street on the pavement there's a learning that happens (laughs) there's a learning that happens when you got to sit at the table and people walk by and you got to be please please buy my cookies no you learn a lot about rejection 
Coming up, we got Ben and Jerry's founder who launched a marijuana brand that will send all proceeds to charity, which makes sense because I feel like people smoke and then they want to eat ice cream. It's it, it's a perfect pairing. We got that story coming up next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are having such a great day at the Amanda Seals Show, and your day is only getting better if you just started joining us because we are up, 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 and we're going to get into this story right here, which is going to get you lifted. I am a huge ice cream fan. Like, it's very serious. Once I reached adulthood, one of the greatest parts of adulthood was being able to eat ice cream for dinner and have nobody to say anything to me about it. I have not been a cannabis fan, but however, it looks like the two worlds are colliding. That is correct. So Ben and Jerry's founder, Ben Cohen, launched, you know, Ben's Best Blends, also known as B3, which is a nonprofit cannabis brand um, that offers vapes, pre-rolls with low THC levels. But the kicker of it is part of the whole rollout with this thing is they're going to donate 10% of the profits to the last prisoner, the last prisoner project, which basically helps free imprison people who went to jail for weed, <laughs> and they're also gonna uh, give donations to the cannabis to um, the Vermont Racial Justice Alliance, which goal is to in part provide security for American descendants of slavery. So uh, reparations, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Kind of in the yeah. Like I haven't received part. a check, but will <laughs> I'm not living in Vermont either, so maybe that's part of it. Listen, Ben and Jerry's be on it. Okay? Like, Ben and Jerry's be on it. I remember they they released, like, a, a um, Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. flavor. They did a whole thing with Chance the Rapper. Uh, and whenever they do these black things, they be sending me... <laughs> be sending me the ice cream really yes they know what it is i get down i would not eat this ice cream with the thc because i'm afraid of thc because it'd be taking me down a road and i don't mean a lactose intolerant road i mean a like psychedelic road that i'm just not road yeah (laughs) yes a high road nails what about you oh i'm indulging indulging it Uh, i'm definitely indulging it let's be blunt uh, I'm definitely going to get me multiple ha, 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 uh, containers ha, ha, ha. of this. <laughs> so shout out to Ben and Jerry's. Hey, and I well, like I the fact that they're well. actually, I like the fact that they're actually like co-conspirators in this sense, you know, like donating money for causes that mean yes. something for us. I like that. Let me tell you something. They stopped selling Ben and Jerry's, or at least they tried to stop selling Belly Jerry's in Israel mm. in support of Palestine. That's right. And they are Jewish. Which also supports the fact that supporting Jewish people and supporting Palestine can both happen at the same time because that doesn't make you anti-Semitic to be against the occupation and apartheid of Palestine. So there's that. But they have proven their like co-conspiratorship in a multitude of ways, right? Yeah. For different groups of people and in support. And this is what we mean by like ethical capitalism, if there's even a version of it. You know, it's like we're going to still get this money, but we're always going to put aside this money to spaces and places of disenfranchised folks. And that allows us to make more money to give to those folks. It's yep. the least you could do. It's the least you can do. So get a spoonful. I might buy, I might buy some just for the fact of where the money's going. 
You know, <laughs> you know what? Since you won't eat it, you can Support buy it, the, ship, it to my pl- to, ship it to my place. Got it. Got you. All right now. I don't know why, but I feel like, why did he just not make marijuana infused ice cream? Like, is that not possible? Because I feel like that's the next step in that, that situation. That would have been genius. Yeah, wait. They have marijuana in, or CBD infused food. Yeah, so why not? Ben and Jerry's, figure it out. It makes sense. That's it for Black Gear News. When we get back, things I learned this week. Next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I learned this week. I love this segment because I get to share with y'all some of the things that I have come across in the world that may be interesting to you. So one of the things I discovered is on this page, Black Food Fridays and the Storytime Guy. And it talks about how there were incredible like amounts of folklore during slavery of black people flying away. And if you've read any of the stories of that time, then you know that that is a common thing. But they also explain how salt in black people's food is related to this. So apparently like white people actually believed black people when they were talking about being able to fly away and over the world we know that salt is anti-magic so that's why when you hear about people like putting salt rings outside of their house or if you want to keep the the evil demons away put salt around you you know if you want to keep good luck you know you put salt over your shoulder etc so the folklore goes that white folks was putting all of this salt in black people's food and that would be like anti-magical and so black folks was like you know what we're not gonna do that because we want to keep our magic so instead of using salt we're gonna use seasoning and that's why (laughs) black folks have such seasoned food because we weren't gonna use the salt also they have blood pressure like well that's that's well the blood pressure is flying (laughs) the blood pressure is flying so i thought that was a really interesting story and it also explains why our chicken has seasoning and theirs has salt there you have it there you have it i also learned and i thought this was really random eddie murphy was originally offered the lead character in who framed roger rabbit And that just at first seemed like such an odd pairing. But then when I thought about it, I was like, you know what? That actually would have been super cool. And I think it would have been really dope to see a black man in that role. Don't get me wrong. I do think Bob Hoskins killed it. But Eddie Murphy said that he didn't take the role because he just couldn't make sense of the script. I can see that, like reading the script of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You're like, um, how does this all work? How does it? There's a rabbit. He said he couldn't figure out the merging of humans and animated characters. And he said it is the only movie to this day that he regrets not taking. Mm. I mean, that was a classic. People love Who Framed Roger It is a classic. Lastly, in things I learned this week, I didn't know this. And I thought this was really cool, especially since we are celebrating Ramadan. All of the Muslims out there, uh, Ramadan Mubarak. The English Premier League has a new rule that allows soccer games to be stopped so Muslim players can break their fasts during Ramadan. So, you know, they don't keep eating just because they're soccer players. It's like, nah, like we're still fasting. But when it comes time to break fast, it's like, okay, let's get to it. I used to date a Muslim dude and it was a very big deal at the end of the day. Like you better have that halal chicken ready. Right. right. Have it ready. So I thought this was really cool. Um, The French Football Federation banned its referees from doing the same. But you know, the French, they be on some BS when it comes to the Muslim folks, like in a very real way. Like they banned hijab. Like you can't wear your veil in France because they're like, if you're covering, if you wear a burqa that covers your face or like, that's like, but they got nuns running around France. You know what? There you go. There you go. So (laughs) that is today's things I learned this week. 
And I hope y'all enjoyed it because I enjoy giving you all these different facts and laughs. We got more of the Amanda Seal Show next. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yo. It's Friday, and this is Amanda Seal Show. Hey, thank you so much for listening on the radio world, and especially you listening in the podcasting world right now. You can also type in Amanda's other podcast. It's called Small Doses. Check out this week's episode. It's side effects of what? Integrity, right? Side effects of integrity? Integrity. Integrity. Make sure you yes. go and check it out. Also, you can call us up, 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328 to chime in on any of these conversations. Let's jump to the phones because a lot of y'all got some comments on Jill Biden's comments about the Iowa and uh, LSU women's basketball teams. Peace, Amanda. This is Ra. Uh, basically, I don't think the girls should go to the White House. Jill messed it up. Ooh. And, you know, I don't think the Bidens really care about black folks anyway. And there it is. Oh, <laughs> short and cut. And t- <laughs> very quickly. I don't think Joe Biden's going to be in the ranking for, you know, America's favorite floaters at this point. She was doing good. She was keeping quiet, grading her papers. One wrong tweet. <laughs> and now you're on everybody's Hit list. The IC list. Yes. I just don't know why some people don't know when to keep their mouths closed. But you know what? I hope that Michelle Obama, which I know she's not going to do because they go low, we go high. She's gonna not going to do it because that would be a bad look. Blah, blah, blah. I wish, though, that she would call Jill and be like, you know, you don't mess up, right? I think yeah, she probably text her DM her like, hey, girl. Hey, sis. So th- th- this Listen, problem- at the end of the day, like, how does this get sorted out? You know, like, does the LSU team really not go? Does the Iowa team go? Like, in the long grand scheme of things, like, people are going to just, this, this is the hot take right now. But right. that's a big deal for them. I feel to be like the first LSU team to not go. Yeah. I feel like LSU should go. Really? They should go. And they should... When they go and they, you know, do the thing with President Biden. But then when Jill Biden comes over and tries to talk, like, listen, come on, we have to talk and like <laughs> give her a straightforward talk. Like, listen, come on, come on, pull up. Let's talk real quick. Let's talk. Because what you did. You is think what, they should go even if Iowa is there? Nah, no, no, no. Iowa should not. I, I think the girl, um, <laughs> what's her name? Uh, with the other girl, she said that. Caitlin uh, Clark. Yeah, Caitlin was like, um, people need to stop taking shots yeah, but at sister. And I mean, we shouldn't go to the White House I because we lost. didn't say all of that, but. You didn't? She did. Yeah, she did an interview on. Uh, LSU should go. Uh, uh, ESPN. I think it was Pardon the Interruption, PTI. Uh, and uh, she basically was like taken up for the sister and everything. And But I, I really feel like Jill Biden is one of those people who. She's oblivious to some of the things she says because she thinks that it might be the right thing to say and everybody will agree with her. In reality, bruh, nah, you just really dug yourself a bigger hole. <laughs> well, the hole is dug and we're going to see what's going to pop out of it. Is this going to grow everyone or is it going to bury them? We're going to see. Uh, keep it like right here the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, alien Mother Chips. Damn. From LSU going to the White House to alien motherships. I mean, it, listen, we, we do not lack for versatility here at the Amanda Seal Show. That is for damn sure. Keep it locked right here. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine.
We up right here having a great time as always, laughing through the day, giving y'all some information that we know that you need. And uh, we, this story is no less of that as we get into some black and news. Shout out to DJ Nails and Jeremiah Like the Bible joining me on this lovely Friday as we try our best not to get beamed up by the mothership. <laughs> yes, so I hope that Will Smith is done soaking over the whole Chris Rock slap because the alien mothership is lurking in our solar system and, and could be watching us yes. with tiny probes, y'all. So I hope he's ready to get his combat together. Also, research shows that short men make better partners. Hmm. Me and Nails can't relate to that, but you know, we'll okay. talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, we got the public seals announcement coming up this hour. Don't go anywhere. Stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Set It and give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And we are about to get into some black red news. Yeah, could an alien mothership be hovering around the solar system? Sending out little tiny probes to explore planets? Well, according to Avi Loeb, who's a Harvard scientist, uh, Sean M. Kirkpatrick, he's the director of the Pentagon's all-domain anomaly resolution office. They say it's possible. In a draft paper, the pair said it is feasible an extraterrestrial spaceship could be in our galactic neighborhood exploring the region by the means of dandelion seeds, small spacecraft that can actually gather and send back information similar to the way that humans send out spacecraft to other other planets. That's exactly why I believe that this is actually true. Just how we send out the Mars rover and stuff on the moon. Aliens could be doing that same thing to Earth and all of our planets and our and our host. That's why we're seeing all these spaceships around in 2023. The only thing is that it feels weird to me that they would just flat out tell us this. You know, like this is not a country that is transparent about anything. So mm. my initial response was like, oh, my God, I believe it. But then my other part was like, they trying to distract us. They like, you know, don't pay attention to Trump getting arrested because we got deadline seeds spraying all down. The, you know, it's about to be independent. <laughs> that being said, that being said, if aliens were coming to Earth, do you think they would be friendly? That's my first question. Do y'all think they okay. would be friendly? Um, it depends on how much they know about America. I mean, not America, it's the world in general. If they're coming to America specifically, probably not. Because <laughs> if, I, if they knew what I knew, I won't be too friendly. Just right. saying. They might pull a soldier boy and like, I'm blowing everybody. Yeah! Um, on a world scope, sc- scope, maybe. Maybe they'll have some empathy for like, you know, the nice people <laughs> on planet Earth. I'm, I'm going to mess you up. I, I think they're already coming to Earth and I think they're already amongst us right now. And they're being friendly to the people who are taking care of them and hiding them from people. But the moment they find out that the rest of the world is like Jeremiah said, like Americans, they're going to be like, oh, no, nah, it's time to go to war because pretty much every American household, damn near every American household has a gun already. So. Several. Well, let me tell you this. If you watch Battlestar Galactica, then you know that in Battlestar Galactica, like in season like five, folks found out they were aliens. Like, they didn't even know they were Cylons. They didn't know they'd been living their whole life as just a regular old human and then found out, hold up, I'm one of the bad guys? So <laughs> I think that there's actually people on Earth that may not even know that they're aliens. And maybe once the mothership comes, it's like something awakens and it's like, doo, 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 and you in the game. And I know that I am one of those people. Oh, God. <laughs> That's that very specific and very. <laughs> the fact you have this like playing down in your brain is hilarious to me. Like it's already in your brain. Listen, 
I am in full belief that if the aliens came, they would flip a switch and I'd be like, Jeremiah, I like the Bible. <laughs> I am the seals of the planet Amandaverse. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. And you know it wouldn't surprise y'all. If you found out I was an alien, nobody nah, here would be surprised. Be shocked. No. I mean, at this point, I feel like y'all gonna be violent. Take me out in the first wave. Just take me out. <laughs> if aliens came and were like, check this out. Either y'all save the Earth or we're gonna just get rid of y'all and save it ourselves because the Earth is an imperative part of our galaxy and you all have destroyed it in such an like ridiculous way. We can't allow that to happen. So we're gonna give you one shot to correct it. We're going to let y'all, we're going to just, because we're giving you a warning. We're going to be fair. We're going to give you a warning. We're going to give you a warning to correct it. If you do not do that, then we are just going to obliterate y'all so that we can let the earth correct itself. I'm screaming. It's like when you're on probation at work, like you got 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what you can do. Earthlings. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals show. Give us a call. What are your thoughts? Are the aliens coming? Are you an alien? What does the aliens look like? Let me hear your imagination. 1-855-AMANDA-8, 1-855-262-6328. I promise you somebody's going to call in and be like, white people is aliens. The black man was the only one that was here originally. Coming up next, research says that short men make better partners. Yeah, we'll break it down for you up next on the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all, it's Amanda Seals here. And I am somebody who, though I, though I am in a relationship, I have had my fair share of all shapes and sizes of men. However, this research I do find quite interesting. So I cannot relate to this, but... As a- <laughs> okay, first of all, let me also acknowledge... Go ahead, go ahead. Jeremiah... And nails are both like we can't relate because we're five ten, and I'm just like I I don't know. Is five it like- ten is not a short guy, <sighs> although I think this still does relate to me in some ways because according to a study done by New York University New York University's research, which I'm confused why you're doing this research on this, but basically, you're if you marry a short guy, it's more likely to last a better relationship. Guys who are shorter, under five seven, make better partners. And are you? <laughs> I thought something happened. You looked over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, shorter guys make better partners. If you marry one, your relationship is likely to last longer. So, I mean, as a 5'10", you know, gentleman. Yeah. I mean, listen. Okay. So this study was done, uh, with income dynamics in place, which has been collecting the info on 5,000 families for almost 50 years to determine how a man's height impacts his relationships. Can I also add that what in the patriarchy is this? Why are we spending money on this? Why is anybody dedicating their life to this study? Like this, you know who did this? A short man. A short man was like, I'm tired of it. You know what? Let's prove I'm wrong. I'm tired of it. Because the reasoning is that short men have a harder time getting married because they're viewed as less masculine. So now it's like, all right, well, if that's the case, then how come our marriages last longer? It's because you're less masculine. That's why your marriages last longer, because if the case is that you're less masculine, if if, if the truth is that you're less masculine, you have more, more connection to your feminine. And that means you're a more balanced, harmonized person. That means that you are living in all of you, not just a part of you. And the way that this world is set up, we look at masculinity much closer to the toxicity side of it than to the actual healthy side of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't surprise me. So now that their reasoning is like, they're viewed as less masculine. I'm saying they probably are. And that's a good thing. 
So do you feel like a short guy who had his ego bruised, played the long game, was like, I'm about to go to New York University. And this could be my dissertation to prove with science that short men are the best men. That's my theory. Okay. I also feel like short dudes feel like they got to work harder. Yeah, they do. They and, like, they, and they get dominated, too. What do you mean? What in the dominatrix? What in the Fifty Shades of Grey? No, 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 no. Not, not dominated as in dominatrix. I'm talking about like they get dominated. Like, you know, it's basically, yes, ma'am. Okay. You know, with that, like they, they're responding back like that. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. I mean, I feel like those short dudes that I know, they be actually very extra because they're short. They're like, you ain't gonna sign me. No. <laughs> what is it, Napoleon? You know, like, <laughs> listen, we all know T.I. And he is like five, what, seven? Well, that's why he got a girl name. Tiny. <laughs> Jeremiah with the dub. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to leave it right there. But I'm curious what you guys think. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. In your experience, y'all out there listening to the Amanda Seal Show, have you had better dating or marriage history with a short dude than you have the tallies? Call us up. And like we, we're not even going to talk average, okay? Because average is like between like 5'8 and like 6 foot. 6 foot and up, you're tall. You're dealing with a whole different type of lifestyle. Hit me up, 1-855, Amanda 8. That's 1-855-262-6328. That's it for Black Green News. We got the Public Seals announcement, the PSA, coming at you next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sis got something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. I, it's odd to me how so many people can seem so confused by trans people's experience of not feeling themselves in their body. I think all of us have at some point in our lives felt like we were living outside of who we felt we were. And that can be in a number of different scenarios. It can be as basic as being at a job where you're just like, I'm having to cold switch every day and this feels crazy because I'm living a lie eight hours of the day. Or as extreme as I feel like a gendered woman and yet I was born in a world that assigns my gender to my sex. And I was born with a penis. So much of transphobia is just not only a lack of compassion, right? But also a lack of introspection. True human introspection into the human condition. And the fact that what may have seemed so simple for you could be so complicated for someone else. And that that right there is the most normal human experience out here. Listen. 
laugh, and learn. I wanted to say I am so happy for you and so proud of you, how you stood on your platform and how you uh, remain true to your comedy, to your truth. And um, I'm just so happy that you have your own show, girl. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Oh, it's time to go to these phone lines on the Amanda Seal Show. Uh, let's go to the phones because we have this topic about marriage not being the end goal. It's actually the starting point. Y'all sound annoyed. Some of y'all sound excited to chime in on this one. But let's go to the phones. I am on my second marriage, 37 years old. Mm-hmm. And my first marriage failed because my ex did not do the work for himself. He decided two years, two, three years into it that he wanted to be by himself. He didn't want to have to be responsible for being accountable for his bullshit. But... I was able to find my second husband who loves me the way I need to be loved. He gets Mm -hmm. on my nerves, but we did work. And it doesn't feel like work, but we know it's work. We talk, we respect each other, we hold each other, um, we encourage each other, and we call each other out on, you know, stuff we need to call each other out on. So I'm living my happily ever after. It's not always sunshine and rainbows, but I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy with myself. I love myself. And my husband loves me and he sees how wonderful I am. And I love him. And we have a great life. So she found her happy ever after. And there you have it. I hope he hears this. She needs to play this for him because that right there, it felt like Tay Diggs in Brown Sugar when he was talking to Sanaa Lathan on the radio. <laughs> beautiful, 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 beautiful. I don't know if her husband is black, but it's it's sure it's but she black, so it's black love on at least one side of the game, one side of it. Now coming up next, black folks, we love Stacey Abrams. God dang, we did we didn't love her enough to elect her in Georgia. But that being said, she has a new job at a historic HBCU. I'm gonna tell you where when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're making history and celebrating our history with the Urban One Podcast Network. Listen to the Mind, Body, and Business with Maria Moore Podcast as Maria welcomes award-winning entrepreneur and futurist Tina Bonner as they take a closer look at AI, artificial intelligence, and its significant improvements in healthcare and overall wellness. Listen to the Mind, Body, and Business with Maria Moore Podcast. Celebrate our history through conversations and stories on the Urban One Podcast Network. To listen, go to Apple Podcasts or UrbanOnePodcasts.com. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. We up, we up, we are up. I've been chilling all day with Jeremiah Like the Bible and DJ Nails. And we got to get into some Black Area news before we round this week out. All right. So this hour in Black Area news, great news for Stacey Abram, gubernatorial candidate from Georgia. She's headed to my second favorite place on earth, Howard University. More on that later. Also, my boy DJ Nails got some news for us. News? <laughs> Can't wait to hear what it is, DJ Nails. Also, my girl Amanda Seals is going to take us inside that noggin of hers with the things that she learned this week. You know, I love sharing with y'all because learning and sharing is caring. And we want to share what we've got going on here with y'all. So make sure you hit us up on social media at Seals Said It. That's my last name, S-E-A-L-E-S, Said It, S-A-I-D-I-T. And give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Yeah. 
show doing what we do every day, which is bringing you the best in black urine news, laughs, facts through a lens of being black. And we got to, it don't, it don't get blacker than Stacey Abrams. That's right. That's right. So Stacey Abrams is headed to the real HU, Howard University. So on Wednesday, Howard announced that she'll be joining this, the staff at the HBCU. So she's taking the role of the inaugural Ronald W. Waters Endowed Chair for Race and Black Politics. She's expected to start this role in September. So I'm excited to see what she what she does at Howard. She's like the f- third or fourth person of prominence to join the uh, faculty. You had Tana Hesey, you have um, Nicole, Nicole. Hannah-Jones, mm-hmm. Felicia Rashad. I mean, he didn't join the faculty, but he joined this the student body, Nick Cannon. He did, he did, he did. <laughs> he gonna have but about I, 14 kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically in my mind. They were like, you know what? This means legacy forever. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so tell me this though: What does this actual job do? What's well, an inaugural role? It's a brand new role. I, I wonder if they like created it for her specifically. Um, Is she going to teach? So based upon this in the role, she will foster inter- interdisciplinary collaborations across the university on critical issues of race. In black politics, especially those that affect Americans of the African diaspora. So word salad. <laughs> That's a word salad. That's exactly what that is. And words. Listen, <laughs> the communications team put their foot in it. They, they listen, they really did some push-ups, ran a couple laps and said, we're going to write this. She don't gonna... start till September. So hopefully by then they'll actually have like, you know. What she's actually going to be doing. <laughs> so I'm like, if this is not a vague job description, I don't know what is. In this role, Abrams will foster interdisciplinary collaborations across the university <laughs> on critical issues of race and black politics, especially those that affect Americans of the African diaspora. What? Say it with an accent, though, like a British accent, maybe it'll. In this role, Abrams will foster interdisciplinary collaborations, collaborations across the university on critical issues of race and black politics, especially those issues that affect Americans of the African diaspora. Sound like a winner to me. I mean, it's like a chicken, <laughs> at least. At the- I'm genuinely trying to use like my like critical thinking skills and understand what this says. It really just means to me that she's going to be like putting together events. <laughs> Like, an event planner and like cards in place. Well, like like workshop, like maybe like workshops and seminars. I don't know. I will say this as a Howard University alum, they love a symposium moment. Ah, uh, okay. They love a little. Well, we shall see. I mean, back. I hope that the money that they're giving her was not money that they took from making sure that the dorms are up to snuff for the key edge. I'm gonna do a slow rock. A slow rock. <laughs> All right, now coming up next, DJ Nails has an announcement. Keep it like right here at the Amanda Seals Show to find out. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. We got Jeremiah like the Bible in the building and DJ Nails take the floor. The announcement uh, is actually uh, today is my final day on the Amanda Seals Show as a co-host of the show. I've had a blast over here on the show um, and helping Amanda get it off the ground. When we first came up with the idea to do this show, literally so much excitement to just actually have a black voice like this on radio in a podcasting aspect. And I always compare it to what Tom Joyner brought to black radio, right? We always say, you know, uh, Tom Joyner to me, Tom Joyner 
to me, I feel like without a Tom Joyner and without a Michael Bates and in the power of black radio, there wouldn't have been no President Barack Obama. And we didn't have that many voices mm. in this radio space that, that speak unapologetically black like you do. And for me to be a part of this, this right here was always a goal of mine to be part of a syndicated show, but also it's an achievement to me. And I'm so grateful that I was able to do this with somebody like you who is unapologetically black and you live in your blackness every single day. So I appreciate you for letting me be a part of this journey with you, sister. And uh, so my next step is actually here in Columbus at Power 107.5.1063. I am now the new afternoon host with the kickback kicking off at 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. every single day. And I will also continue to grow in my programming role as well as the official program director and helping coach talent and grow as a programmer myself. So this is a dope opportunity for me to just jump into. But once again, I wanted to say thank you for allowing me to be part of this right here and, and help use our blackness and speak in our truth in our blackness, too, with Blackurate News and everything like that, you know. Thank you so much, DJ Nails. I was I'm, I'm, I'm a bit verklempt. I didn't. <laughs> I'm a bit, Rick Clem, you know, when we set, when we decided to step into this radio show, uh, I really didn't know like how this was going to be like, it was just kind of like, okay, we're going to try this and see what happens. And I really appreciate just like you having your experience within the radio space, being very willing and, and moving with me in the fluidity of trying to figure this out. And we're not even in the same state, but we still be getting it going and making it happen. And I'm really glad to see you getting to move into your own space and elevate with your long history of doing of doing radio. You know, to continue to see that elevation is incredible. And we are very happy that we could be a part of taking uh you know, uh, uh, well, I'm actually very happy that we could be a part of meeting one of your goals of being a part of a syndicated radio show. So yeah. thank you so much. And, you know, we're about to pass the the mic to Jeremiah, like the Bible, who will be stepping in as the new co-host of the Amanda Seals show. Cowbell. And uh, um, I mean, I would like to ask, like, can Jeremiah keep the cowbell at the show like is he able to continue the cowbell i feel like it's a part of the sound effects for the show now you want to use the cowbell go ahead and use the cowbell but this time you got to use the seven second <laughs> one like this <laughs> I'll be with you still, going. still going still cowbelling more cowbell more cowbell more cowbell Again, congratulations dj nails when can people listen to your new show the kickback uh, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Power 107.5-1063 and uh, on the Power 107.5-1063 app. And, you know, later on down the line, you know, within the next couple months, you might hear the DJ Nails podcast sometime soon. So who knows? All right. <laughs> Multimedia. Y'all hear that? Multimedia. All right. Well, thank y'all. So appreciative to have you brothers help me take this step, this show into the next phase. And uh, we got more of the Amanda Seal Show next when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Time to sign off and head into the weekend from the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Want to remind you to check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. We premiere new episodes on every podcast space on Wednesdays and on video on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV on Thursdays. And we have uh, the, um, the side effects of integrity with Melanie Fiona airing right now. By the way, I heard that apparently we sound exactly the same. So people said they have to watch the episode on YouTube because 
because now they need to see who said what. Interesting, interesting. So I thought that was fascinating. So shout out to everybody out there. Uh, we've had a great week. There's a lot been going on in the world, and I've been so honored to be able to come here on this show and share with y'all what's going on and hear y'all's voices. Thank y'all for calling in and being so honest with your thoughts about relationships, about Joe Biden, about gun control, etc. We really, really just honor the fact that you all are so much a part of our show and that we can be a part of your world. So make sure to give us a call, one 855 8 That's one 262 We're back on Monday with more Black Current News, plus the Big Up Let Down and more of your calls. We want to thank once again DJ Nails for joining us for this ride. DJ Nails is now moving on to his own show. You can listen to the Kickback Monday through Fridays every day on Columbus's Power 1075-1063 from 3 to 7 in the afternoon drive. The Kickback is kicking back. And we want to welcome Jeremiah like the Bible to the show. He'll be moving forward with us and rocking out and bringing y'all every day the laughs and the facts because we live, laugh, and learn right here at the Amanda Seals Show. If you miss any part of the show, make sure to check out the latest podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts and stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Y'all have a great weekend. If you're in Los Angeles, I will be at the Hollywood Improv tomorrow night that's saturday at 7 p.m that's right not 7 30 nope i didn't say that don't round up okay it's 7 p.m telling these jokes so hopefully you'll come by and get some laughs everybody remember we are each other's business when we look out for each other we lift each other up have a great weekend the amanda seal show we up we up we up